Hey, hey, everybody, episode number 44. It's a good number, because on days like today where I'm fighting a headache and, and just not there, even if I have a dyslexic moment, it's still 44. <laughs> so, anyways, though, it's hump day. It's Wednesday, you guys. I hope I hope the middle of the week is going all right. I hope the first part of it's went all right for you. And uh, we're just kind of moving along here. I had a few extra minutes. I'm waiting on a gentleman to get to get to his house so I can have, go have a quick meeting if I can ever get rid of this headache. But, uh, so I figured I, w- I would talk to you guys a little bit, but, but no, the last episode 43, we just, uh, we talked a little bit about, well, we had Thanksgiving at Elkhorn where the food was pretty awesome and the people were even more awesome. And, uh, but I was also talking in that last episode about some of the struggles that I had, I kind of rambled on for about half that episode about the the explaining my disability, you know, and, and telling a story and whatnot. I was at that concert in South Dakota, and I and I got asked, and I had a whole group of people, that, and it was all people that had their own disability going on that I that I was talking to, and it was kind of a kind of a social event, you know, and I. I I don't consider myself a social butterfly because I think of butterflies as girls. I don't know. I don't know why they just they seem like girls, <laughs> but they, you know, because they're and they're pretty and stuff. And it's just like so. I consider myself more of like a social pterodactyl or something like that. I something something a little more manly. But but no, I uh, I have these these little these these little spurts where I just, I really go to noticing the different ways people treat people when they notice that they have a disability and stuff. So, so I I really like to advocate for everybody that suffers a disability. If, if you are listening to this and you suffer a disability, you know exactly what I'm talking about, where you go out into the world. I mean, this is having a disability is already a bummer. It, it sucks. It is not anywhere near what we want in our life, um, considering the uh, the fact that we didn't ask to be in this position. You know, this is just something. This is the the hand of cards life drew for us, and uh, it's just it's one of the one of those deals where that's already. A burden in our lives you know that we have to deal with that so when we go out into public whether it's, it's the grocery store or just simply going to the post office or something people see you and and you'll always catch somebody that either you can tell they're judging on you a little bit or they're kind of in a roundabout way nosing into what happened instead of just coming see like with me people can just come up to me and be like dude what happened i noticed you walk a little funny and one of the common things that i get asked about is i always get asked if i if i was in the services if i got hurt in the services i always gotta you know send my graces and and my 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 uh my thanks to the people that have fought for this country and that do on a daily basis and uh i gotta show them my respect and uh but i tell these people the my real story you know that i contracted a really rare autoimmune disease and and this is this is how i am now but but i uh i 
I always get into those conversations. So anybody that knows me as well <laughs> will also know that I am late for a lot of things. And I can blame it on telling these stories. I can seriously, I can, I can get up and be like, okay, well, hey, I'm going to go check the mail. I'll be back in 15 minutes or so. I will be back in an hour and a half. Because somebody at the post office will catch me and be like, well, what happened to you? And, uh, and then I got to tell them a story, you know, but I love telling the story. I love, I love giving, giving people an experience that they, that they've never heard of, you know, and, and kind of laying that down for them. And it's, it's something that everybody gets real interested in and they're really intrigued by the way I handled it. And, and it's, I cannot explain the amount of differences I've made. I, I have lost track of the amount of differences. As a matter of fact, I love when when I get feedback. I'll talk to people and then I'll get feedback. I, I actually had a good buddy just the other day send me a picture of he's on a new career path after having some problems himself and stuff. He's on a new career path and 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 I was kind of kind of a motivator. I tried to be for a while, so it means a lot to me when I see people kind of take the stuff that I've been through and use it as fuel to get to their success it's it's pretty awesome so but no I I did I did go on a little bit about that judging thing out there because it it is sometimes I know people that have I know a guy right now actually in a wheelchair never leaves his house he he puts together a shopping list he sends somebody out he refuses to go out in the public and, and it's sad because there is a beautiful world out there that, that has so many different things that he could enjoy from a wheelchair even. And he refuses to do it. It's all, it's all in result of the way the world has treated him with his disability. So it, it's something that, that I try to advocate for to try to help people like that right there. Um, get themselves uh out and 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 brush off the the way people think but but it is something that we all deal with you know and it's it happens even when you don't have a disability but i kind of consider you know like for example i i do have friends that suffer really bad anxiety disorders i am actually one of them uh that suffers that too and i kind of i I consider that a social disability. You know, I mean, they, that is something I, I have friends that just absolutely will not go into a Walmart because of the people and the anxiety and, and whatnot that it brings on. And I've been there. So, I mean, it, it comes in so many different forms, but, but, uh, if you're one of them people, you'll understand what I'm saying for sure. And so that is something that I, I do like to chat about a little bit, but, but let's dive into this story. Okay, episode 44. I just left you off. We just had Thanksgiving at Elkhorn. Like I said, the food was great. The people were even greater. And uh, we are into going into de- December now. So we are not very far from finding myself at, at my one-year mark of being in, the, in this position. My current situation at this time, going into December my current situation is my legs aren't doing a whole lot. I'm 
getting a little bit of movement out of them, but they it has to be unrestricted movement. Meaning, if we lay me on my side or on my back, we did it on my back too, and we have these these boards that we had put down that's just a smooth surface and uh, they can set my foot on it so that way and then they would tell me okay they'd bend my knee up so if you imagine laying on your back and we'll just take the right leg for example you got your left leg laying straight flat they bend your knee up and get your heel as close to your butt as you can okay and then they set that on this board and they tell you to straighten your foot out because with the sock on on this nice smooth board there's no restriction there so it, it it allows me to slide my foot out straighten my leg out and lay it flat on the board and I don't have any restriction there so I can't do that just with my foot on the bed because there's too much drag there and I and I don't have the strength to push through that if that makes sense hopefully hopefully you guys get what I'm saying there but but uh so yeah we're doing stuff like that and we're doing this stuff like I just told you in the last episode I started brushing my teeth which was a huge deal but there was a trick to this okay I can't pick my arm up so if you're sitting in a chair and you just hang your arm over to the side off the chair I can't just swing my arm up and touch my head okay however the way I ended up putting together what I needed to in order to brush my teeth was we got my elbows up on the edge of the sink on the counter which brings my arm halfway to where it needs to be in order to reach my face because literally the main thing I'm having trouble with at this time like I've said before is the tightness and the tendons in, in the tissues that allow the movement um, if they're tight they're restricted so you, you've got a limitation there Okay, but the other part of it is I am so weak that moving the weight of my own body parts is an issue. Okay, so it's all, it's all a matter. We're at this stage now where it's all a matter of, of we're starting to get some range of motion and stuff. We're starting to get some of that with all the stretching. And Corey's doing an awesome job. I mean, we're hammering the heck out of the stretching thing. And Sapon, he was, he was picking that stuff up too, my occupational therapist. So we're... We're really hammering out the stretching and getting that down. And uh, I'm starting to get that range of motion. I just don't have the strength to back it up, you know. So, so these guys are continuously every day stretching and keeping that motion uh, in, in motion. So they, they kind of keep me going in the right direction with the, the range. And then it's it's kind of up to me to keep to keep working to start building some muscle back up eating and the dietary stuff was kind of a big deal so i'm eating food i'm eating all this food and and they're feeding me and i'm, I'm starting to be able to kind of use an atten- a utensil here and there but it, it wears me out fairly fast so i get a few bites in and and then whoever's helping me they end up feeding me and uh they uh they're starting to get a little weight on me but it's just still not quite enough we're wanting to gain weight this is gaining weight is a big is a big step that we we need to really be taking and, and that's trying to get me fattened up so 
So one thing that we were doing at this time was I'm eating food, but they're also still giving me a couple insurers a day um, to just keep adding calories and stuff. And if you guys know what insure is, it's just basically like a protein shake almost. But but they, uh, it, you get a, a good dose of all the different things that your body needs and the different nutrients out of one of those. And so we're doing that. We're drinking some insures. We're eating food. I've got the the staff keeps bringing in great food. <laughs> okay, so I'm getting all the great food from from the cafeteria down there from, that they make. So they, and they do a really good job. Some of the things were a little eh, okay. Strawberry shortcake, weird stuff. <laughs> but but most of most of what they had to offer down there was good stuff. I really, I really liked their food. It was a, it was a big change in the hospital, hospital world for me. But I also had the staff, uh, Paloma, and and, and uh, I, I had like a whole handful of different CNAs and some of the therapists and and uh, uh, Cheryl, my my. Uh, one of my one of my respiratory therapists she would bring me in food and she and she was awesome because i mean they were all awesome but so i have always been a big chipotle fan i love that restaurant there's just something about chipotle food i went to colorado all the time there was times i would take little road trips to colorado just to go into fort collins to the chipotle and eat chipotle food and uh, I just, I love the place. I love the way it comes out. I, a lot of people are like, no, Qdoba's better. And I, and I like Qdoba too. So up here I'll eat Qdoba because we don't have Chipotle. But, and I, and I like it, you know, it's good food. But in Casper, just up the hill from Elkhorn, they built a Chipotle and, and brought Chipotle into Casper. So, Cheryl asked me one day, she's like, do you like Chipotle by chance? Because they're putting a Chipotle in right up the road here. And I was like, you bet your butt I like Chipotle. And uh, she's like, well, how about I bring Chipotle for dinner tomorrow night? I'm on shift tomorrow night or tomorrow for, and I'll be here for dinner. I'll bring Chipotle. She asked me what I wanted and what my favorite was. Took a list of everything that I would want in it and on it and, and the whole works and gosh now i'm gonna have to go eat qdoba today <laughs> so but no they uh she brings me chipotle and it turns into a regular thing she'd bring me chipotle well then paloma one of her big big moves for me was she had something on her phone that she would do and she would order me jimmy john's because i also like jimmy john's subs something about their bread um I, I like their subs, so she'd always order me Jimmy John's. So I'm getting some a lot of this outside food too, and it and it's it's like I said, it's all an effort to get me back in into the living world. You know, I I went so long on that feeding tube, and I still have this feeding tube hanging out of my gut. You know, it's it's something that we do regular maintenance and stuff on. Like I've said in the past, you know, we got to keep it clean and stuff. And, Anytime I go into the pool, they cover that thing up. But I still have a feeding tube hanging out. But that feeding tube was the only source of food I had for months and months and months, you know. So getting a, getting a hold of some Chipotle was that was a blessing 
right there. I, I, uh, yeah, I love that stuff. But there was one of the, one of the gals. Her name was Amanda. She was she was one of those CNAs, and uh, well, at Elkhorn, they're PCTs, patient care tech. Don't get that mixed up because uh, I got lined out about that a few times. <laughs> but no, Amanda was awesome because her husband, her husband, uh, um, worked at or his family, I believe his family ran the uh, the Black Gold Grill. I think it's Black Gold there in Casper as well, and it, and I was obsessed with their chili dogs. Something about the chili. They, she bring me a chili dog and it would be this foot long like high quality uh sausage like dog that uh or like a brat you know that had a like really good chili and stuff and they'd load that thing with cheese and onions and it was awesome so that was kind of a regular thing everybody kind of had their regular things that they would bring me <laughs> it was it was cool because because i had a I had so many, one of the, one of the, uh, the techs in the therapy department, her husband owns the, uh, or he, I don't know if he still does. He, I think he probably does, but the, uh, the fort down at, in New, or, uh, in Casper, they're really, really good restaurant. Um, well, she, she would have her husband she'd go down there and they would make me these club sandwiches from the fort and they were awesome they were awesome awesome sandwiches so i was spoiled okay i was <laughs> i was definitely spoiled but i felt so blessed and the cool part was i got all this food coming from all over the place so i got all these different restaurants are bringing me food from um I got introduced to HQ Barbecue. I got introduced to, to Ponchos. I never knew what that was all about. Five Guys, the burger joint. It was just up the street from Alcorn. So that was another one that would show up here and there. You know, people. And then sometimes people would cook and, and bring in, like, their home cooking and stuff. And I was eating well, you guys. It was, I was, I was in heaven. <laughs> okay i didn't even eat that good when i was out of the hospital before i even got into this situation so but no i i was getting all this good food but we're at this time with elkhorn where they uh something they do is they do every now and then they will schedule outings for patients you know that way they can take the patient get them out of the hospital for a little bit get them out into the world and it is it is a therapy exercise you know it's 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 something that that gets done that uh that it, it's kind of a reintroduction to going out into the real world again you know what it's going to be like out there because once you're institutionalized for a certain amount of time you kind of lose track of what being in the public is even like so we're we're at this point here and I, I'm still bouncing around with a manual wheelchair. We had done all the measuring and everything and uh, we got set up there for for my power chair. But when they would get something like an outing schedule for me, even if I would have had the power chair, it's something that we do 
with the manual chair and part of it is is just an exercise thing to kind of help build that strength so Sapon gets with me and Sapon and I are on this this I, I consider all these people my friends you know so so we talked I, I talked to them just like I do my friends and joking around <laughs> he comes into my room and he's like so if we schedule an outing where would you like to go you know if, if you want to get out of the out of out of here for for a couple hours where would you like to go and joking around with him there is a local strip bar in casper called racks <laughs> so i told him i said man if you're taking me out of here let's go to racks <laughs> he's like yeah they uh they would probably frown upon that i mean there's there's a lot of therapy to be had there <laughs> it's something that we probably shouldn't do you know so I, he asked me if I wanted to go out to a restaurant or something. I said, heck yeah, you know, let's maybe go to the mall and and, and do that. So Sapon actually got it scheduled and got it approved and stuff and got me set up to where they were going to transport me over to the Casper Mall. And we were going to go hang out at the mall for a little while. And, uh, and it, it was kind of neat. So he takes me over there. We it's outing day it's cold it's december we get me bundled up in a coat and get me in the transport van and we go over to the mall and we're at the mall and uh first things first is we uh get me wheeled in there i'm in this manual chair and and they get me wheeled in there and spawns there and he's he's he puts me casper's mall has ramps in it and, uh, and it's kind of neat. So they get me at the top of the ramp, and he's going to let me go. <laughs> I'm like, no. I was like, I can't. There's no way, man. So he's just messing with me. But but uh, we go to the bottom of the ramp, and he's, like, telling me to wheel myself up that ramp. And it's like, okay, man, I'm barely, I'm barely making, you know, 30, 40 feet of wheeling in the, in the building out on, on flat ground. Like, I can't climb this ramp. So... I mean, I tried to wheel around a little bit, and I did give it a little bit of effort, and whatnot. But that was part of the part of the therapy, you know, was trying to get around in this manual chair, working on that a little bit. But we checked out some of the stores and stuff, and then we we went down to uh, the Hibachi Grill. That's uh, that's down there. I can't remember what the name of theirs is in the Casper Mall, but he took me in there, and it's. It's like a buffet, you know, like Chinese buffet, and it's it's really cool. And 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 if Sapon happens to be listening, it was kind of cool to go experience Asian food with an Asian. <laughs> so I no, he takes me in there. He, I there was a lot of stuff I don't know. So I, at that time, I'd never ate sushi, never had it in my life. It was something that I had, had no desire to even try. I had no want to even try sushi. It, uh, it was something that just the thought of it just turned me off and I just didn't want anything to do with it. And I'd never given it a chance. So we get to the to the Chinese restaurant there and Sapon's like helping me load up my plate and I got my plate sitting in my lap and I'm in a wheelchair moving around. And he's helping me get my plate loaded up with food and dishing food onto my plate and then we wheel over and he's doing his plate all at the same time we wheel over and he's like grabbing sushi 
And I'm like, at first I was like, God, that's gross, man. And he's like, oh, you got to try it, you know? So I ended up with a couple pieces of sushi and I ended up trying them. One was like the spicy crab and, and spicy tuna or something. I, but I, he ended up talking me into trying it and I ended up, I ended up trying it he's sitting there helping me eat we're sitting at this table and we're sitting there eating and i actually tried it and i actually loved it it ended up being one of one of my favorite deals now so there for quite a while after i got out of the hospital i'd send upon text or photo messages of the different sushi restaurants i would go to and i would try different different places and later down the road when i got to traveling around i've tried sushi all over the country different different ways that they do it and stuff and and i really ended up liking sushi it was it became a part of my life <laughs> but but yeah no it was a good outing we went out there and we went on this outing and and uh we did it we did a good job with it and they uh it, it was nice to get out and, and get some fresh air you know the last outing i was on was when i went to the the doctor to get my toenails cut out so that wasn't a real enjoyable outing but this one was it was it was a good outing and and they told me you know as long as i'm making a little progress here and there that's something that they can fit in you know they can they can work on that and uh they can get these approved and get them scheduled because it is really good it's it, it's good for your mood mentally to go on these little outings it's good for for like I said, even the physical and occupational side of your therapy and stuff. I mean, it's good to get out there and, and do this stuff, but ultimately, it is very good for your the mental side of of the challenge to get out there and reunite with the real world a little bit. You know, it, as much as I love being in in the facility with all these great people. I also, it, it was really good for me to get out there and actually see the world a little bit. And going to the mall where I got to see, you go to the mall, you get to see so many different types of people in one place, you know, and it's, it's, it's definitely a good reuniting with, with life, you know, you get to see so many different people and then browsing the stores and stuff, just kind of, it made me feel alive again, so it was really good, but. But we're moving our way through December and we're getting closer and closer to Christmas. And one thing I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm having a good time. I'm, I'm really resetting mentally very well. I'm feeling very motivated. I'm feeling really good about putting in my efforts and then some to uh, getting myself better and getting myself into a, into a zone here where I'm actually making a difference in my situation and the closer we're getting to christmas though i'm reaching this little point with myself where i'm kind of bummed out because the christmas before that christmas i was able to provide christmas for my kids i was able to uh to be a part of their you know i got them some presents and stuff you know because it, it was literally right before i went into the hospital we did christmas and and i was doing pretty good i just sold a, a little house that i had in in gillette so i had a few extra bucks after paying everything off and and my kids had a pretty decent christmas and then this time 
I'm laying in the hospital and I've been in there for dang near a year, so I have absolutely no money. And I'm, and I'm kind of bumming out a little bit about what am I going to do for my kids for Christmas? Like, like staying alive and stuff just doesn't seem like enough. <laughs> it's, but no, I, it, it's something that I do. You know, I, I like to, I like to, my kids to know that I am thinking of them, even if it's just something little. And I, but I didn't have any way to do that, you know, and that's something that, that gets alleviated here at Elkhorn. This is the kind of people that you deal with when you're in a facility like this. I'm in the gym one day and we're doing these exercises. I had no idea anything was happening, but we're doing these exercises and I'm sitting in the wheelchair at the end of the mat table. And uh, pretty soon everybody starts flooding into the gym. And I'm looking around like, well, what the heck's going on? Are we having a ginormous social meeting or what's what's up, you know? And, and my therapist, Amanda, my physical therapist, she comes walking up and sets a box a gift box right in front of me on the table and she's like this is for you and I'm like well what did you guys do and everybody's staring at me like I'm like is this a exchanging presents day no they they did this for me but they put together this fundraiser that was super silent everybody did a great job <laughs> keeping it from me and I opened the box she tells me to open it up and stuff and I'm opening this box I get the lid off of it and I look in there and it's full of cash that people donated to me from all over there in the facility uh, so I could get my kids Christmas. And I, I honestly, the, it meant so much to me. I have a hard time getting through that without tearing up, but that is the kind of place I'm in. And, uh, and they, uh, they got me, they got me Christmas, but we're all out of time on this episode. We'll get into this box of money in the next one god bless you guys have a good hump day enjoy this last bit of nice weather we got